Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 346 of The Sith List. I'm your one of your hosts, Rajal Shahi, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Buargoyo. The man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Les Gonzalez. What's up, buddy? Not much. Again, another Wednesday. Enjoying some good times with some good people. Hey, that's very nice of you. I love your steel sweater, your steel air mall sweater. Steelwars.com, guys. Cha-ching. A man that I didn't think was going to be here tonight. Randy, what's up, buddy? Nothing, honey. Oh, nice. And then, obviously. Goodbye. <laughs> Ooh, I want to take you to King Tom's. Long, come on, pretty mama. <sighs> King Tom Chansey, king of all pods. He is back from Mexico, from Cancun. Buenos snow chase. From Exchacarat. I'm, I'm the only guy who can go to Cancun for five days and come back just as white as I left. That is so true. I was you noticing pretty... that. I was like, I was going to give you man, kudos. I was like, wow. Yep. No job. Not, I, I not, like, not even like on the hands. Or you're like really? scotch tape, bro. I, I bathed wow. in sunscreen before I went out. Oh, okay. I was, that, that's pretty good because sometimes people forget the, like the, the back of their hands or the top of no, their I, feet or something. I got everything. I used to have a friend in high school. He was so white when you touched them, he would turn pink in that spot. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 King Tom, I, to be fair, man, I feel like you left <laughs> Alabaster and you came back like taupe. So <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Thank you. I'll alabaster to taupe. Good. That's not bad for a weekend. It's an upgrade. Yeah, not yeah. bad. I'm glad, dude, we weren't expecting you, so thank you so much for making the effort. Dude, I know you just I landed was, like I would say ago. it was my pleasure, but then you rolled out the Kokomo. Oh, I had to. I had to. <laughs> so friend of the show, Sean Hoffman grew yeah. up in Kokomo. Indiana. Yes, I knew there would be one <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that had some God, Kokomo was, tie. Wasn't somebody who took offense to our right, right. our <laughs> hot takes on Kokomo. Yeah, he, he was like, he, what did he say? He's like, yeah, it's a shitty place. <laughs> Plenty of other stuff to take offense to. <laughs> right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And Eric, how you doing, buddy? 
Man, I'm great. I had a gig uh, played at the St. Louis Blues game, and oh, so um, cool. it was Nito Benito, man. Yeah, that's so cool. It was so a cool. real privilege and an honor. And any chance I get to carry a bunch of gear, oh, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did your new love of playing the guitar because you have a new love of playing guitar now a new love of building lightsabers but your new love of playing guitar did that did you feel it did it transfer to the stage i think so yeah man it's it's very cool to me like people's take on my playing versus my own take on it right and like the comment that i seem to get more than i ever did is that you like plainly you you ex have joy like you seem very joyful about what you're doing and people like feel that you know so it's awesome yeah that's that's really cool because you know you always wonder if what you do impacts people and like it's i'm my own worst critic just like everybody else probably is and i don't know it's just nice it's very nice yeah that's cool and then i got to hop on and watch you uh, uh build that lightsaber for as much as i could um that was interesting man it was fun I had a good time with that too, man. And I really appreciate the people that tuned in. I think I'm going to stream again uh, this Friday. I'm going to shoot for 10 a.m. Central again because I've got um, some stuff to finish up on that one I was working on and uh, maybe start work on another. And uh, yeah, if people want to watch while I do it, right on. It's so cool. It's going to be the one that actually has a light come out like the Disney ones that they just showed off. Yeah, that is that is really, really nice of you to do for Haas. Uh, uh, and by the way, happy birthday, Haas, uh, the big 4-0. Yes, sir. Wow. And um, it was a pleasure. Uh, Boo and Les and I were on High Potion talking Red Dead the entire time. It was like, um, <laughs> let me tell you, it's it was like. Being on High Potion. <laughs> and there goes Eric. He just decided that he wants no part of this anymore. <laughs> just kidding. Um, we were talking Last of Us and it was uh it was a great time it was a fantastic time thank you thank you so much thank you so much Haas. it was phenomenal you and know please guys check it out i'm sorry go ahead buddy. you know what's really cool seriously when we're yeah. talking about high potion yeah is we'll be talking about the last of us when i'm on there too because i'll be the last of us to be on the <laughs> goddamn show <laughs> he did say that when last of us three comes out and then about a year after that he's gonna for sure get you so it's, it's, you'll be there He'll be there. No, no, he nice, he's he did say what did he say, Boo? Unless he said that, he, of course, Eric is he doesn't even need an invitation. That no, dude is always on. So, so just so everybody knows that that was a total bit, man. Yeah, Steve it was. And Hawes and I are like we're we're good pals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope people don't think we're serious about this. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Crothy has the most metal uh, of cell phone contact entries because I got the umlaut over the O in his name, so it's like yeah. Yeah, it's just when cool. you see him text you, you know it's metal enclosed. So, yeah, that is rad. Great guys, man. Great podcast, yeah, guys. Even if you're not into games, still listen to it. They're they're phenomenal. Listen, um, either way. And then this, we don't really we talk about the game. Uh, they talk about the game because they played it multiple times, and then they get our takes on the scenes that they talk about. It's kind of a cool thing. And thank God I had Randy. Uh, less than I had Randy and Boo prep us pretty much for a whole season going into that podcast so thank you randy something that's you. extra oh, cool about high potion listen everybody has played video games at some point everybody has if you played like the 
the original Nintendo when you were mm -hmm. a kid, the Super right. Nintendo or whatever, they've done episodes about the consoles and you'll have nostalgia for it. Just go check them out. Go listen to it. And what's great is the episodes aren't, uh, they're timeless. Like they're not topical about current events for the most part. And so like a, like they're us. always a good listen. They, they, they are just timeless. Like so go check just it like out. Just like us. Yeah. Just like us. Yeah. yeah. You can listen to us anytime. Yeah. Plus Haas can talk Haas about exactly. anything and it's entertaining. So, right. That's also true. We are going to try to, he is going to try to do some kind of Atari 2600 game and we're going to try to break it down. Uh, Haas and I, cause I don't play anymore. I don't have time to play games anymore, but. But as, as you can tell for the people on Patreon, uh, the, the games that I have back here are all my favorite old school games. Do you guys remember Skate or Die? This game was, uh, this was an awesome one for the old school fans here. I know Steel would remember, but he's not a patron, but it's okay. Steel, still love you. <laughs> I do miss Steel, man. I do. I definitely miss Steel. Uh, and I'm not going to put that skateboarding video on every time I say something about Steel. I just genuinely miss yeah. him. We need him on. We do. All right, guys. What, uh, anything, uh, Anybody else had anything you went to Cancun? You played at the St. Louis Blues Arena. Um, Randy, Boo, Les, anything up to that par? <laughs> uh, anything eventful? Not for me either, really. <laughs> well, no. uh, not actually, a damn thing. not a damn thing. Well, actually, uh, tomorrow is Brittany and I's uh, oh. five year anniversary. Dude, wow. well done. Congrats. Dude. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Five years already? Five. That's what I fucking said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Five years, you know, uh, without this podcast or, you know, Star Wars or just, uh, you know, uh, people potting it forward, which I'm very thankful for. Right. Uh, we wouldn't be together. You know, that is so true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> especially uh, thank you to you, Raj, for, you know, yeah. putting this all together and everybody coming on and, um, you know, inviting them and everybody who had to do anything to do with us actually dating and stuff like that. Thank you to uh I'm pretty sure you know who you are. Yeah, so, thank know. the whole New York contingency. Exactly. By the way, for for me handing the phone over to Johnny yeah. Grosso and Emily, yeah. and I don't know if Papas was there and yelling at you. Yeah, uh, I, I, not I think I talked to a couple picky. random people in the bar. You did. Yeah, yeah. there's some. I think I may dudes. have ordered a, a, a Jack and Coke over the phone. Yeah, I'm you might have. Sure, you might have. Yeah. You might have. Yeah, I miss yeah. New York. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, it's still there. But yeah, congrats. That's great. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Are you any special plans? I, it's a surprise. Oh no, no. We're getting Chinese tomorrow. We're gonna okay. go to uh, like a like a store we like to go to. It's like a discount uh, discount. Uh, what is it? Uh, department store and Costco. Dude, that's when you know that your relationship wow. is solid, bro. Yeah. Seriously, when you yeah. make plans like that, and we're solid. Yeah. You're solid. We need you don't soda. need that. You don't need the flash. You don't need to go to Ruth Chris or the Palm or, or any of these places or Cancun. I'm sorry, King Tom. But yeah. you can just go to Costco. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Solid. And then we are well, going then. to Vegas this weekend. For She's going to go see Taylor Swift. I'm going to go see John Wick, and we're going to have like a – Dude, like a, I've like heard both – I've heard both are amazing. I saw some shit. Dude, that Taylor Swift night, that first night – like I'm not a Taylor Swift Swiftie, fan, right? Yeah. I respect the shit out of her. I think she's uber talented. And um, good for her, man. But I saw the fucking stage show that she put on, and I saw her like diving. I mean, I saw some crazy shit. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Eric hasn't seen some of the stuff because I want him to be not be spoiled. But I saw some crazy shit. So well done for charging that much money 
good for her for producing a fucking awesome show, dude. The show that doesn't like happen a lot. Three hours long. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a Springsteen plus. show. Yeah. Good for her, man. Yeah, that's a good one, Les. That's a good job. I like what did that. Les do? In the chat. What do you put? Uh-oh, let me look. Uh, Swiftwick Weekend. That's right, Les. You can actually say those things, too. You yeah, don't need to put my, them in my chat, so Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's I was drinking an IPA, which I've never done, or I never really like to do. So oh, you don't like IPAs. They're no. disgusting. You're, yeah, you're, IPAs you're taste struggling like, through it. IPAs taste like you're you're drinking dirt sometimes. <laughs> the idea is to drink it slow, and it's a tangerine flavor. So, oh yes, mm. I'm gonna Taking get some. I'm gonna get some IPA hate, man. Just wait, watch so, my DMs. Garbage. Anything it's actually that has good. rules about the pace at which you're supposed to drink <laughs> it. That's that's crap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, that's true. Bourbon and whiskey. You know, you're supposed to sip the shit to, out of it. You yeah. can knock. Actually, you can do all three, right? You can like knock well, yourself down. And you can take your time. I mean, and, you should like the old yeah. fashioned. The first time I met, not first time, second date I ever had with Lorena. We were in downtown LA. We're at this like hipster, mm. cool looking bar. And <laughs> she goes to the bar and orders an old fashioned. And I've never had an old fashioned before at this point because I like, I like drinks that taste good. So yeah. I, I go to the bar and she orders the old fashioned. I don't want to act like, you know, someone that isn't into that. So I order old fashioned too and start drinking it. And I was like, Dude, this girl's a boozer. She's, this girl's <laughs> a boozer. She's how do you drink this thing? And she's like, yeah, this is my favorite drink. And she got the tangerine, and bada 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 whatever. I wanted to throw up. But over the t- over time, I've learned to enjoy an old fashioned man, a really good old fashioned. So they're not bad. No, no, they're not. They're not. I'm more of a whiskey kind of guy. Anyways, boo, enjoy your Swift Wick weekend. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're right. uh, we're gonna do a like a breakfast. Uh, breakfast buffet brunch thing in vegas so i'm excited for that and promptly fall asleep i wish i could have bought that extra ticket from britney i would have loved to fly out there and go to that show yeah yeah that would have been a blast joined in on the bro if you would have went to that you could have come to the breakfast that would have been great if you would have went to vegas we would have made a way down there for sure yeah that's for sure We we would have said hi to you i can't wait till you experience taylor swift eric Dude, I'm really stoked. It, you need to take some video, bro. Her band, dude. I don't need to do that. I, I'm there. To no, for me. The show. No, for us. For us. For us. For us. No. You. No, no, no. There's tons of it out there. One of these kids who goes there and streams the entire show. Oh, that's on nice. Instagram. Can, that's the worst. Dude, I just here's the thing. That means that somebody had to watch the show through your phone screen yep. because you yep. were in their way. No, that's not cool, man. I don't. It's a lost art enjoying a show. I, apparently yeah uh, yeah that's a the messed up thing is they probably watched the show through their phone screen yeah oh uh, yeah for sure and they were there yeah did i ever did i ever tell you a few years ago as a as a, i was at a weezer concert and there was this guy two or three <laughs> people down from me we had pretty good seats he looked just like eric and Weezer starts, and he pulls out like a camcorder, and he starts recording with his right hand. He he sticks a joint in his mouth, lights it, and is smoking it uh, with the left, and he's recording the whole show. Security mm. comes over to him, says no camcorder, so he puts the camcorder away. Oh, camcorders! Still, still smoking cool, the joint, takes out his phone, and has his phone in his hand the whole show. Right. Wow. And well, I mean. He they didn't snatch the like camcorder her. out of his hand? No, they, they just told him put it away. 
they have why, camcorders why they where you're at. In. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> yes, nah. they do. <laughs> Ah, this was last year. <laughs> we just got yeah. phones back in January. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't use a ro- rotary now. Rotary. He's got. Yeah. They just went from hitting the thing and saying, "Sarah, can you get me?" Blah blah blah. <laughs> Give right. me Claude Oh man, let's start this. Let's start this show, guys. Check us out Synthos.com for all kinds of cool stuff, like YouTube stuff. Mandalorian reactions, Last of Us reactions and breakdowns. We have our merch on there. We have all of our podcast episodes and little bios and pictures and all kinds of cool stuff. Sithlist.com is where it's at. And also, um, I think that's it. Let's the merch. Yeah, that's our intro. It's all good. Um, wanted to bring up something. Nah, I'll do that later. I think we should just jump in this and let's go box office and uh, see what you guys have been watching. Because I did watch, I started something new. I did. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. Guys, unfortunately, Shazam wasn't the magic word of the weekend box office. Well done, Variety. Shazam Fury of the Gods opened to number one in North America, but this Warner Brothers and DC sequel fell short of expectations when it's with a disappointing 30.5 million debut. Made $60 million worldwide, not doing good at all, unfortunately. Did anybody watch Shazam? Yes, you did, did, Les. Okay, great, Les. Give us the non-spoilery version of Shazam 2. HBO Max, just HBO Max. Oh, oh, that's not good. It's good, but it's not <laughs> theater, spend the money good. It's right. not... It's not that. It's not, not as good as the first one. And the first one was surprisingly good. I like the first one. The first one was good, but it was a surprise, you know, at yeah. this time. Right. Uh, and then it, I'm sure this is a boo bit, but to hear all the other stuff that's went on. and Oh, with the rock and all to that. To know like what they wanted to do, but mm-hmm. also what someone didn't want to do. Uh, again, and they didn't offer a 3D show, a uh, 3D format oh, like kind of really yeah. i figured like for just the nature of his powers that would be right no that would brand. be rad nah. that's crazy they didn't nah. we didn't we when we went to see it we didn't uh didn't have it didn't have the option, they probably so. they probably don't have it and it was zachary levi right that's his name chuck. he said he's yeah chuck <laughs> he said that he he thinks marketing has just been horrendous for it um they started yeah. late they haven't really pushed it so he's been pretty vocal, and I and then what you were talking about are, are those bits going to be coming out soon or the the rock stuff? Yeah. Is that in, yeah. Okay, we'll save yeah, that then. Bit, yeah. Okay, we'll save that. But uh, yeah, the cameo was crappy too. The cameo was crappy. I heard oh, what the cameo was, it. dude. I heard. I heard. The first time you look and you go, wait, are they really doing it like this? This is stupid. This looks really dumb. <laughs> then they I like heard. they closed off that scene and then like the actual cameo was good ish oh okay but it's like all of it is just like okay they just did this because they had to that's what it was they just put this movie out because they had to because james gunn is taking dc in a completely different direction this is it so this is let us just drop this one let's drop flashpoint and boom we're done (sighs) and it's like they just phoned it in. It so, exactly. Less, it's exactly in. right. It, it seems to me like with without all the marketing, 
and they didn't really push this thing. I haven't even seen them on the interview circuits. Uh, they kind of are saying like, this is it and we're done with this. We're moving completely different, completely, which is which sucks for the people that worked on the movie. You yeah, know what I mean? Not only that, because it's a waste of some some solid talent. Like right, Rachel Zegler was in it, and like you know, Lucy Liu performed well. Like you're just looking, you're going, okay, look at all these names. Helen like, Mirren's in it, isn't Helen she? Helen Mirren, yeah. It's like shit, and then you're just like, she's in anything right now. Here we go, but yeah, it's it's better to to uh, do the boo. And that is just chill in your underwear, HBO Max it, feed up. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just, you got your snacks on one side that you don't have to pay a double, <laughs> almost 40 bucks for out here. Right. And just enjoy it that way. Cause it's, you, yeah. Like you can go to the bathroom a couple times. You literally can just get up and do your thing. It wasn't. Yeah. Bad. You can do the boo. Damn right. Horrible, man. Just do the That's boo. That's unfortunate. That is. Yeah. That, that does man. suck. That really sucks. Oh, and, and, yeah, I, I'm gonna save what I have to say for the boo bit, unless we should just knock. No, 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 go for it. No, 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 go for it. Okay, no, go for it. it. Yeah. So, yeah, so tell it. people less why what the situation is. Well, apparently, The Rock did not want to, at the minimum, let's just say, progress the character of Black Adam by making a cameo or in or even fighting Shazam and actually being the enemy of Shazam, which, like, if we're going by the formula of the superhero movies. You bring an introductory villain in, like mm-hmm. they did with Dr. Savannah, and then you bring in, in the next movie, you're supposed to try to bring in one of the more dangerous, one of the more testing villains of that character. You know, you, you, you raise the stakes, and instead of Shazam Dang. fighting his most dangerous and most powerful villain... The Rock's like, no, 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 we don't want to do that kid stuff. I don't want to, it's stupid. I don't want to do that. And he just basically canned the whole idea and he wanted it to be Black Adam versus Superman. Which, that means he must have either gotten told that Black Mm -hmm. Adam can kick Superman's ass. And he's like, yeah, man, let's do this thing where I beat the hell out of Henry Cavill. And, you know, (laughs) like that's what I'm going to do. is I'm going to Vin Diesel, you know, DC Comics. After what Vin Diesel did to me, I'm gonna do that. Right. It's like, hmm. no, Dwayne, you're Dwayne Johnson now, dude. You're still great. No, Dwayne, you're still great. No, you're Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. No, like, Dwayne. you're Dwayne Johnson. You're not The Rock, which was arguably when you were very, very popular. You're not Dwayne The Rock Johnson when you were starting to break away from that WWE thing, and it was like this guy's legit. You're not Dwayne Johnson. And yes, your popularity is there, but you don't. You got to be better, man. You just got to be better. You just, you you just have take to. an L once in a while. Take the L and, and just follow, like, especially in, I mean, if all he wanted was a knockdown drag out and it's like, oh, we're going to have a knockdown drag out, they could have totally made that movie or done something where, because there is the story of Shazam and Superman mm-hmm. having to team up to beat Black Adam. Right. Because he's just that bad. It's that I- iconic cover of that comic book, too. Like, it's because he's just, yeah, but. Uh, well, ruined, another, just another a waste. Fail. Just a waste, damn it. Is it unfair to say that when you're in a property like that, you 
you sh- I don't want to say oh, but you should consider coming through for the fans that where that genuinely means something. You got to portray a character that people like and be a part of this universe that a lot of people like, and you have at least I don't some form of obligation to the people who their love of that is what gave you the role in the first place. Cause without the people loving it, it wouldn't have been a thing. Is that, yeah. uh, that might be unfair. Because I it think is that's totally fair, dude. No, that, I, I, I agree with that. Completely. Like I think of it kind of it like, uh, uh, go ahead, Tom. I was just going to say franchises are bigger than individual actors. Which yes. Right. Yes. Like so I look good, at it like, uh, think how much reverence like Hugh Jackman had for that role and how much mm-hmm. good it did for him. At the end of the day, if you're not willing to kind of go all in on the role, then you shouldn't accept the role. You're 100% That's right with that. You're 100% right because Hugh Jackman, Hugh, Hugh Jackman said that he would not be in the Deadpool movie unless there was a time jump because he doesn't want to ruin what he did last. The work of, yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. said he, he will refuse it. And Reynolds like, oh, I'll do no, time jump. I don't but care. But see, but that yeah. makes sense. That's how it's, listen, if I'm The Rock... And I'm not, but it, I wish it, you were it, though. That'd be cool. Ultimately, like, like going to Burger with the, the Rock way, every Thursday, it'd be kind of cool. Right? <laughs> you do it cool. the way it's supposed. To, and I hate saying the way it's supposed to go, but in this case, I mean it. He's Black Adam. Fine, get your anti-hero movie out of the way, but you still are the original champion, and you do not like the new champion because the new champion is just as strong as you. But the new champion is a boy. The new champion is immature. The new champion Ooh. does not know the true power that he possesses. That's basically it. Black right. Adam is like, boy, you don't know who you are. You don't know what you can be. And you are supposed to be the champion, the current champ. No, I am. Mm-hmm. It's, that's it. And he shows it. He proves it. Take your anti-hero movie. Fight Shazam. Take the L. Come back stronger. Maybe they would brought would have brought Cavill back. And then you do... Superman Shazam versus Black Adam in some type of mega event like Injustice or something like that. But no. Yeah, it's, it seems kind of weird to uh, to make a Shazam movie and not have the benefits of the established like canon. <laughs> like to have that not on the table. Instead, you just want to be like mean Superman, but like not Black Adam. Just have the title of it, but none right. of the uh, canonical right. ties. It's weird, man. Right. It is weird. It is weird. Well, good. Thank you for that. Thank you for the review. Has anybody watched anything at all? I mean, well, let me, oh, I totally forgot about this. Scream, by the way, Shazam, $30 million. Scream, number six, it looks like, 17.5 million. Creed 3, 15.4. 65 is out, and it's it's bombed. Uh, 5.8 million. Ant-Man and the Wasp, still in the top five, 4.1. Anybody watch anything uh, new or anything? I know Last of Us finished, and there's a big hole in our lives right now. Um, until this weekend for me, because Succession's coming back, um, so that's gonna be huge. I, uh, Yellow Jackets is coming back this week. Yellow Jackets yeah. is coming back too. Uh, there's another show that I'm watching on Showtime that continuously is giving me Yellow Jacket previews, and that is uh, Your Honor. Ah. And uh, Boo, you've been watching Your Honor? No, no. I started. Um, Brittany and I started uh, Shrinking on Apple. Oh, TV I heard it's good with. Uh, j- uh, Jason Siegel, right? Mm-hmm. I think is his Harrison, name. And, and Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Uh, yeah, uh, it, 
I wouldn't write. <laughs> so it, it's it's about like a like a group of therapists and their and their uh, lives. You know, their actual therapy. You know, clients and their their extending lives around that. Lorena yeah. might hate it because of that. Oh, so okay, that's interesting. A, a lot of the things they do, she says not to do, and they're oh. awful to do, and they're and doing really it. bad decisions to do therapy wise and you know if that's your job the kind of thing so i i yeah i, I recommend the show but she might hate it you know it's mm. it, it's it's like if somebody made like if you're a, a football player or, or something or like a, a electrical engineer and somebody makes a show about your shit and it's completely wrong right. probably bug the shit out of you. it's like the uh backstage yeah yeah inside exactly. baseball stuff i thought yeah. shrinking was about my my life in my 40s that's, a, that's, how that's been how it's feeling. It's just getting, getting into a cold pool. No, um, <laughs> uh, no, but the, the 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 show is cute. Uh, Harrison Ford's great. He's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, anybody else? Anything else? Nobody. Uh, I will. I will say this: if you guys are fans of Breaking Bad, which I think everybody who's watched Breaking Bad has been fans of Breaking Bad. Your Honor and Brian Cranston, he, it's a phenomenal show. It's really, really, really good. Uh, it starts off a little bit slow, first couple episodes, but then he becomes that guy again. There's little glimpses of that guy, and it's about family and a father and son, and, and someone who will do anything to protect his son at crazy levels. Uh, has the gangsters and mob, and it's it's based in New Orleans, so it's really cool to see. New Orleans in there. Um, it's it's really good. If you're a Cranston fan, it's a must, hundred percent must. I think yeah, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, so I started that and binged it. I'm almost we're almost done with that one. So we're on like episode four or something. But other than that, I'm trying to think anything else. Um, no, Love Is Blind season, new season coming out soon. Very excited about that. Ooh, very excited. March twenty fourth, counting down. Uh, Eric, you still on the Lost Train? Yeah, man, I'm knee deep into the final season. Um, it's getting there, still enjoying it, ready for it to be done. Kind of. I don't mean to sound mean, but you know, yeah. But yeah, I dig it. So, good. Hooray. Good, good. Well, there's a lot of Star Wars talk, guys. There's a lot of Star Wars shenanigans that went down. Um, my boys here, Randy and Les, were kind of yelled at on YouTube multiple times in the comment section really um, yeah we'll, really? we'll talk about that Les has no idea but we'll talk about that in a second <laughs> uh but thrawn uh take it away greetings this is grand admiral thrawn aboard the iss chimera you are currently listening to the sith list i know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice may warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts well, while we're talking about Lost, all right, so the whole Damon Lindelof thing, there was a a to-do last week, and it was an interview with Slash Film, and it was something along the lines of, you know, I love Star Wars growing up, and I, it's sort of like the analogy of I feel like, when you feel like you shouldn't be cooking because it's not going to be perfect, um, you, you shouldn't. You should be eating instead. If it's not perfect, you shouldn't make it. And that's kind of how he felt. 
So that was really ambiguous. It's like, does he mean that the movie's not happening? Does he mean that it was going to happen and he pulled the plug on it because he didn't think it was good enough? And nobody really knew. And then, boom, some tweet comes out that says, nope, he's done. But, like, there's been no real verification of it, you know? It's tough to say where the reality lies. I don't... Does anybody have any take on this? I I think King Tom, I think it is official, isn't it, King Tom? Well, okay, so a number of places are reporting that he and his co-writer are no longer writing, and this was as of, um, like, February. Yeah. And they're saying that Lucasfilm is still going to announce this next movie. And, you know, my reaction to that would have been like, okay, it was just like in with the force awakens when you had Michael art do the first draft, submit the screenplay and then Kasdan and Abrams finished up writing. The other thing about that is, you know, yes, Lindelof is the head writer, but we never heard who the producer is going to be. And I think if you have the producer and the director leave and the director who is attached supposedly is still part of the production. Um, if if you have either one of them leave, then the project could be in danger. But I I don't know if you saw this, and probably about like forty five minutes before we started record recording, um, who was it? Uh, Variety is reporting that Peaky Blinders creator Stephen Knight is going to take over as the head writer on this. Wow. Okay. And that it's, well, it's still going on and production is still supposed to begin either later this year or early next year. Um, and it okay. is going to be announced at Celebration. Well, Kito, I heard, what I heard, and I, I don't remember what trade it was, that they finished the script, yeah. read the script, didn't like what they produced, turned it in, mm-hmm. and wanted their names off of it. Is yeah. that... And- that I, if if you follow Damon Lindelof's career, that's very much in line with the way he operates. Um, right. He just, he is an incredible talent, but he has no confidence in the stuff that he makes. Right. And there's a big debate out there whether this should be still made if Lindelof thinks it's garbage. The only thing that I will say is Fool in the Rain by Led Zeppelin was a B-side. That's all I will say. Geniuses make stuff that they don't like that are still amazing. Mm-hmm. So as you Weezer, amazing Weezer fans know, I'm sure a shit ton of stuff, like you like the, some of the B-sides better than some of the stuff that are on the albums. Me being a Radiohead fan, insane amount of stuff that I've never hit albums before uh, that I love more than the actual songs that are on the album. So... Just because he doesn't like it doesn't mean that this is not a good script. Stephen right. King threw away well, Carrie. He checked it in yes. the trash. I think Randy, what's like your a, take? Yeah. Th- I think there's like a another variable that we're not necessarily talking about. The, the pressure that comes with dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of making this particular thing. That's uh, what he said. Plenty yeah. of people make things that they aren't happy with, but the pressure isn't there. So adding that on top of being like unsure about what you're actually creating and then what the potential downside is of it doesn't go right. Right. Like maybe he just doesn't want to be part of that. And that probably makes some doubt what he's doing even worse. And I, oh, I think that's 100%. really like, that's probably the more interesting conversation is like what the fan base is doing to the <laughs> yeah, creative right. output right. of talented people. I yeah. That's, that's so true. Anal- that's where the kitchen analogy yeah. is coming from. Yeah. But so does anyone know anything about uh Peaky Blinders? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I've Is watched season. I watched season of Peaky Blinders. It's great. Writing's great. It's intense. It went under the radar for many years. Um, it's huge in in I believe in Europe and London and stuff. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, loved it. Loved it. And uh, some some great writing in it as well. Uh, haven't seen the last like two seasons, but or last season, but very different than things that we've seen in Star Wars. That's for sure. So I like that they're going that route. Well, and so it, the thing with what with the thing that Randy was saying that was really kind of his whole gist of it is mm-hmm. like this is maybe not that I'm not cut out for this, but I don't feel like I'm doing this well enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, regardless, I sure would like a Star Wars movie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I suspect that we'll get some news here shortly from Celebration and our correspondent on the spot will be able to fill us in. Uh, yes, boo. Brittany. Yeah. Oh, I, I won't share anything. I'm, I'm going to hold it all to myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a hog it, you know. He, he did say yeah. something I read that he said that it has to be with this kind of franchise and this kind of reverence to this franchise. It has to be absolutely great, and he wasn't confident that that's what he produced. Right. So, but and he he is Lindelof is a huge Star Wars fan. The huge. reason that JJ yeah. hired him to do Lost was because he was wearing like a Bantha Tracks T shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's, so, that's awesome. So it's you could see how he how he has that reference and why he would he would distance himself from it. It's crazy. He likes that website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, speaking of Star Wars, you know, we had, again, a couple of pretty sweet episodes of Star Wars stuff today. And uh, what do we want to start with? Anybody have any prefs on this? We want to, I got, yeah. What do you want to do? Ah. The Mandalorian it is. So the Bad Batch, man, it, I got to tell you, they're really doing a good job of balancing out the heat with the, um, oh, what am I trying to say here? Like, it's still feel good. It's still a kid's show. Like, they didn't completely ditch the whole Pabu thing from last week, you know? But it's still then it's like, ta-da, here's a whole bunch of scary stuff. These clones are going to bust out these other clones and look out. And I mean, that's rad. I love the balance of the two. And I love the episode. It We say it every time, but it, it just keeps looking better than ever. Everything about it was oh, cool. God, it looks so cool. There were some really unique clone voices in this one. I can't remember the guy's name, but the one who was piloting the ship, he had like almost like his voice would break. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like a high mm-hmm. thing would come in. And I thought that was really was, neat, man. Wasn't it, he one of the ones from Rebels? Like pr- Wolf or Gregor? So was that it? Because I there was some was. name that one of them called the one who kicked in. They're like Buzzsaw or some crap like that. I don't know. But I thought the pilot was one of the ones that was hanging out with Rex in Rebels. Wolf or McGregor or Wolf or Gregor. Yeah, yeah one of those two. McGruber. McGruber. Yeah, that was it. That sounds right now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but anyhow, uh, anybody got any crazy takes on this or, or anybody not like it? Oh, I liked it. I thought it was cool. I yeah, it. I was. And you're right, man. It's, it is looking better every single episode. Right. And they just just uh, uh, um, Omega flying that those the, the flight scene mm-hmm. was, was bad good. ass. Was 
Yeah, that, that was really cool. On there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so Henry cool. was giggling like a nut, man, over there. Yeah, it was he so really, cool. He really loved yeah. it. Yeah, and the Kiner Brothers. I thought this soundtrack particularly in this in this episode was super cool. Uh, they were, it was great. They've once, done a tremendous they job. Have. With they have. They have. I've really, really liked this. I agree. Uh, overall, man, I mean, Crosshair being imprisoned and them trying to do some, you know, whatever experiment they're doing and tell us where the clones are and him actually reaching out to try to help them, I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's unfortunately probably what's going to ultimately lead them to being found. But at the same time, just the fact that they were excited too, because you know he was their brother, and they haven't given up hope on him. And I like that. I yeah, think, that was that was cool. Yeah. But um, anyway, anybody got anything else on it? I don't want to sit here and go over it beat by beat. Can I ask I you too a qu question, King Tom? Especially you. I saw stuff about the island maybe being one of the islands off of Scarif, and the and the seismic charges that maybe that's what started the tidal wave. Or something like that. Did you read anything about that? Or are you too um, busy? What? Wait, Scarif in Rogue One. Yeah, I, I uh, saw what's, that. What's 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 this I, island called? Pabu. Pabu. Yeah, somebody said it could be because they put like a picture. You saw that, Boo? I I, I saw, but the seismic chart, the, the actual like Death Star shooting. shooting there were, the, the well, no, no, not that. No, no, not that. No, 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 oh, not that. Okay. They're, they're, they're trying to mine minerals or something from oh, the island. the thing that started the tidal wave on Pabu. Pabu, yeah. Was something that the, Im the Empire, Empire did on That's Scarif. right. Right. I hadn't heard that. Okay. I, 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 I saw that rush, yeah. yeah. I don't think the that this whole community could be on Scarif and the Empire not realize it. Right. I'm talking like a trillion people. As no, that's that's uh, <laughs> there's a trillion reasons why it could happen, buddy. Oh, here we go. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> no, no, not, no, 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 no. I'm no, not no. getting yelled at again. No, no, <laughs> for this. but no, I agree because one of the things that they talked about, the mayor whose name I can't remember now, one of the things he talked about was how they're off of the beaten path enough, yeah, that the empire doesn't notice him. And I think King Tom's right. If they were right under the empire's nose on scary, <laughs> right. you know, they probably did quite a bit of security sweeping around the area yeah. just to make right, sure, right. Hey, we're building this big Good thing point. and we got to make sure that no, uh, uh, no guys break in here and steal the death star plan. So that's the last time I, I look at star Wars underworld tweets. Thanks, Tom. I would say that's a Whatever. rule of thumb. You should just stick with anyway, <laughs> but, uh, but no, uh, who? Know, I don't know where that is. Right, what I, just, I don't want to see happen is see the good people of Pabu be devastated because of the Bad Batch being there. Mm -hmm. But I also oh. like the fact that Hunter thinks that that's probably where they should be for the sake of Omega. Mm -hmm. I don't know. All of those pieces are cool, man. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, okay. I I had a question about the show. Just a, a thought hit me. So stick with me here. So Order 66 happens and yeah. it's clone soldiers and and there's a there's a just like in any military, there's, you know, a command structure and then at the top are the generals which are Jedi, right? Right? Okay. Correct. So Order 66 happened, generals are gone. And now you just have the clone clone commanders and stuff like that. 
how how long from when Order sixty six happens to when there's an Imperial army? How quickly do because you see like you see the guy get on the elevator? And he's like, we got a schedule to keep, and he fixes his little metal things, stuff like that. How quickly do they? Ch- where does where does he come from? How does he get? How does he get a, a high position to command other other uh, command that stormtroopers? Cr- that creepy you know dude. Saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the one who who stuns himself with the little the little cyanide oh, yeah, shot yeah, capsule yeah, yeah. when he's like, well, you can interrogate, and then he just yeah, he killed himself. Crunches something and he's out. So yeah. good question. What I my guess is is that there was essentially two pieces of the um uh what's the word I'm looking for here? Come on, King Tom, help me out. The the Officer uh, Corps? N- no, well yes, but the before they were the Empire, they were the Republic, Republic right? Yeah. Yeah. So they you had your army, which were the clones, and your generals, which were the Jedi. But then you had the naval aspect of it that were the pilots of the ships, the crew, and so on and so on. That... Weren't they all clones though? N- no. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I was because it just hit me. I was like, when did this mofo get training? When did wh- where did he come from? I was it, it it just hit me all of a sudden. I was like, wait a minute. How's how does he already have like a a, a, a position already kind of thing? I right. I thought it was from night to day that they just you know order sixty six happens and all right you know I was like where did he come from? For the most part, I mean the clones were the on the ground fighters, and yeah. I think they probably always had uh, layers of bureaucracy in the the like the officer corps. That'd be my guess. I mean, because you did see a lot of just uniformed people that weren't clones in Tarkin and uh, well, even even in this episode, who's the who's the new baddie? The really creepy sounding dude that scares me. Really bad. Oh god, yeah. What's his name? What's his name? Doctor Hemlock. Hemlock. Because when the when the Bad Batch are talking about Hemlock, they say, oh, he was a uh, in the past. He was a uh, I think a Republic. Uh, officer scientist. or something scientists yeah. yeah so he was a republic scientist that got pretty much kicked out because mm-hmm. of the untraditional and bad ways of messing with clones so yeah they were training people regular people i guess yeah, yeah. I, was just wondering, I was like man. wait a minute I'd never seen it. i was like wait a minute okay thank you moving on just his Good episode, calm though. scary way of talking oh, i don't like yeah. it it uh, creeps me out bro I want to punch him square in the face. I don't like him. I don't like him. And his and his uh, second in command, the lady with the Max Headroom glasses. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So it's cool to see the the torture droids. I guess you'd call them that deliver the truth serum and all that. See them oh, in action. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. just the noise. The noise. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. It's very very nice. The I don't know, man. I I thought it was cool, like what's happening with Crosshair in general, and it's what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. Once he did turn, that this is what they would do with him, and whether or not he'll have the resolve to. I mean, he can't tell him exactly where they are. He doesn't know, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. So the next week is it, and it's so it's a double. Oh, yeah, nice. episode fifteen and sixteen. So we'll have our final week of multiple star wars shows and there will be an extra one in there so i heard pedro pascal is going to be in this one too oh yeah just just for shits and giggles yeah as well that seems about right yeah 
So uh, let's talk about Pedro Pascal then. You get there. We go. <laughs> Yeah, but speaking of the music, Sam, uh, shout out to Sam Neal. Dude just beat, uh, was it cancer or something, right? Did he? Yeah, he, he had like well a done, blood Sam cancer Neal. or something. Oh, well, he, I did not know that. that it's in it's in remission. He's oh, cancer-free. that's phenomenal. Good for you. Uh, that's speaking great. Of, I love uh, that guy. Uh, I know, speaking of Jurassic Park, the there you go. He's the best. Yeah, Mandalorian. So, yeah, nice, nice theme music. Thank there. you. That was good. Thank you, Thank you. Lots of Mandalorians in this one whole bunch and uh some pretty cool scenes with them I, my, I do have some minuses there's some pretty sketchy like special effect work in this specifically like cgi surrounding grogu when he picked up the crab and looked at it it was not good hmm. um i still love the fact that it's they're like hello puppet coming through they're just like yep <laughs> he's a puppet all right and there's no real attempt cool. To change that, I'm glad they do that. It, yeah, it I love helps. that too. Uh, I thought it was cute what they're doing with him. They're pushing him to like become a full-on Mandalorian in the armor, giving him the whole spiel, and the, the whole line, the whole storyline with the dragon and feeding the babies and the the kid. What was his name? Ragnar. Ragnar. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. God. <laughs> Ragnar uh, and uh, Paz is it Paz right? Yes, Vizla. Yeah, him that being his son, and so Amanda was asking me, which I thought was really cute. That well, that's his son. So, are they allowed to take their helmets off when they're making babies? Nope. You know, if they're bonded with each other. And I said, now, now listen, that's a very good question. But you know, you also what maybe he was a family. Yeah, I think just like just yeah. like Grogu is uh, Din's son, you know. Right. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But I thought the coolest part of the whole thing was Bo Katan being awesome as can be, and her conversation with the armor. You know, she said this is the way in this in this episode. She asked her about the mythosaur. What would I tell? What would you say if I told you I saw one? And she assumed she meant a vision. I thought that was a nice touch. And I'm interested to see where that's going to go because you can't read her body language when she's staring at that, the big uh, casting of a mythosaur head that's on the wall there. And so it's, you don't really know what she's thinking. Anybody got any ideas of what she's going to do? I think she's going to. I think she's going to take over that clan and I think she's going to take over that clan, not with their traditional mm-hmm. values and beliefs. I think she, they're going to all follow her. She's going to take off her helmet. She's going to ride that damn with the sword and, and say, follow me. I'll lead you to the way back to Mandalore. And mm-hmm. that old crazy kooky cult is going to be Gonzi. Gon, Goner. Gonzi. I, I know what that means. Gonzi. I smell treachery. I think, I think. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I think she's, she's, because she's gone from last time we saw her, you know, but when, when Mando came for her help and stuff, she was pissed, upset, you know, no plan, no Mando's nothing. She was fucking. And now, now she gets somewhere and she has the ability to have something. She's like, I'm going to take this. I need, I need something. And then the yep. mythosaur part, 
she's like that's my that's that's my my goal is to in order to rule mandalore again i'm gonna ride the fucking mythosaur i'm gonna do something with the myth mythosaur to, so she's it, it's all means to an end she did she, she is a little uh what's it called uh uh man what, what what's the word when you feel like i i know i have a plan but i feel bad about it because she i think she does dig the guilty whole, she feels a little guilty, guilty thank you she yeah. does feel guilty about uh what she knows that she has to do especially when the guy says no you're the leader of the war party you get to eat by the fire she's like oh mm-hmm. shit yeah okay you just yeah, immediate respect shit. Just because you are you are a member, no matter what, this is the way. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. We're all equal here. You know, it, it, it's all the same kind of thing. So I, I I think she does feel bad a little bit, but I smell I smell treachery. I agree, and I think that's why she doesn't tell Mando either. By the way, she mm-hmm. doesn't tell Mando because yeah, Mando's got the dark saber, and what if he's going to ride in with the Mississauri and a fucking dark saber in his hand? Game over. She'll never be a leader She's- of anything. She's got an agenda, and yeah, I think she yep. wants to leave, but I don't see her as the villain because yeah, she you know she's helped man, she's helped Din, she's been good to Grogu, and you know she wants to him to take his helmet off and to be free about it. You know, she's telling him these are weird fucking people who don't deserve the, the, the honor that you're placing upon them, and yeah, she's mm-hmm. joining them for now, but I think it's more to get an army to. You know, she wants to take them back to Mandalore now that she's that's my guess to Mandalore or one of the moons take, you know, take revenge on the Empire, the remnants of it. I think it's more using them for her agenda, but it's it's not necessarily an evil one. Yeah, I agree. One twist. She wants wants to do like a a a different kind of no, this is the way kind of thing. Like, no, that's the way. No, like, this is the way. That was the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like she just wants to uh, uh, readopt them and show them yeah. how it can be done. There it is. Well, so let me throw a, t- a t- twist in here. One of the things that I could see happening is that she plainly feels like she needs some belonging. Oh yeah, right. Definitely. She needs to belong, but she's also. Uh, being held in very high regard, which is something I think she ha- is very important to her, to be held in high esteem and high regard. And I think that may change what she's willing to do with this covert of cultists because, you know, when they treat you like that, that, that may change her mind. Maybe not. But then... The way um, the uh, armor responds to her and thinking it's a vision, that makes me think that she's going to interpret that as them not having respect for her. Like there, she's like, she's like, I have done this thing. Like I don't need to. I, it's not like a an opinion. It's not subjective. This actually happened. You're not listening to me. Like you guys have so many L takes constantly. Like, how can you possibly, like, respect this like this group of people? Well, I don't think she meant it as a put-down. I think she just assumed that, man. But like, her response, she's like, no, I, she's, I'm not talking about a vision. And she's like, yeah, yeah, this is the way. Yeah, yeah this is the way. <laughs> no, but wasn't one of the title episode, titles of the episode The, Conver- the Convert? Yeah. yeah, the last one. Okay, so why can't we posit that she's actually coming around because she was very she was staunchly against 
the whole religious, like, you know what I mean? The whole mm-hmm. fanatical uh, mantra of this covert and mm-hmm. of, of a lot of people. So why not have these, these, these all the tropes are there. Uh, maybe, maybe Eric can back me up. You know, you see in the Bible, there's so many like uh, religious experiences and in like a confirming thing mm-hmm. happens and there's evidence it's all about evidence and for her to see the mythosaur and have evidence that you know some of the, the lore that is out there that even her family didn't really buy into right you know what i'm saying it's there and i have proof i've seen this thing mm-hmm. and not even you all have seen this thing mm-hmm. you know yeah and i do think that that would lend like an understanding in both directions. Like she's yes. like, maybe these people really do have this figured out. Maybe I've lost my way. Maybe the reason Mandalore's in the state it's in is because we as a people lost our way. And the people who have held on to this are the only group of Mandalorians who have any sort of number behind them. The rest of us are just roaming the galaxy like rogue citizens. And they, have this tight knit group that they're the ones who are the closest to rebuilding Mandalore compared to any of the rest of us. And I'm just, I'm just yeah. spitballing here. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. but because I do think though, that like the armor, I don't, I, my personal opinion, I don't think she meant any disrespect by it. She just naturally assumed, um, you know, cause it's like, it's like, man, I heard from God today. Everybody knows mm. I'm a Christian. Everybody knows I believe what I believe, but they'd probably still think, oh, you know, it must have, you know, it must have been like, like a daydream kind of thing. And mm. I mean, shit, that's what I would think too myself. <laughs> right. But you know what I mean? I think that that's an easy thing to think. But I do think that with the way Bo Katan went about saying, what would you say if I told you I saw one that she's, still not 100% sure that's what she saw and she's looking for some validation that mm-hmm. yeah you probably did you crazy nut you mm-hmm. and I don't know I did think that making the little armor piece for Grogu was cute mm-hmm. yeah it was cool. and then having him fight that kid and him shooting him with the paintballs in the chest predator style with the oh, yeah. triangle of dots and uh, I, I don't know the effect of him jumping over him and back was sort of hokey but in a yeah. very star warsy way mm-hmm. right so i'll take it i'm yeah, glad if... that wasn't like super cgi like yoda style from <laughs> revenge of the sith right. but yeah spin. anyhow if if there's any place for grogu to to grow up or be a part of or have a family because it I, I i was at first i was afraid with him being uh brought in not just as a foundling but as um you know from from din and what he's done and then and all the stuff him taking off his helmet i was afraid that they wouldn't accept him but they they still might not i was i was expecting the kid to you know do something stupid after he lost or something but if there's any place for him to grow up where he's accepted immediately you're foundling that's it this is the way it's awesome to see that because because you see you you know you, you're expecting something bad to happen. No, the 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 uh, the armor makes something for him. You know, talks to him like as if he were just a, a normal foundling. You know that that, that fits the rest of them. So it's it's cool to see how they're all just like even the 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 training guy. He's like he's a little small for this. He's like no, he's got it. He's like all right, fine. 
you know, you know, he's going to learn like the rest of them do, you know, kind of thing. No, there's no, no objections. And I think it's awesome for him to see. Cause he's even, you know, Grogu's like, yeah, she, you know, she talks to him. He's like, come on, Grogu. He's like, okay, let's go. You know, he's like, okay. You know, he's, he's, he's running in there. Oh, it's adorable. It's, they got to give him uh, some slack though. Like she was like, he nope. doesn't even know how to grip nope, that he's, thing. He's just Bro. like the rest of them. Just Except like the rest move of them. shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's moving little crab things. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I was a little worried the kid would do something stupid too, like out of retaliation for being, mm-hmm. I don't know, for getting bested. punked. Yeah. yeah, punked by in front of all of his buckethead friends. Exactly. He doesn't even have a helmet. Fuck off. Yeah. All right. Look it's at those ears. Ass. How's he going to yeah. get a helmet on there, dick? Yeah. Randy, exactly. Randy, Randy had, have a mom. Randy yeah. had the line. <laughs> Randy had the line of the reaction where he said, "This kid's going to punt him. <laughs> He's just going to straight up punt him." <laughs> <laughs> see that's what i was i was afraid right was into the water happen. could you imagine yeah I was, I was like he's gonna do something stupid like push him over <laughs> and kick him or something like that and then the kid's gotta die kids gotta the go. kids gotta die exactly that's what i thought was gonna happen he's gonna get aggro he's gonna him. bust out a dark saber and somebody's got a hole in their chest i don't know what happened yeah but i think it would have been cool we all three of us last night were like would it be cool if he stopped that paint in the middle of that's the what i thought was and threw happen. it back yeah. at him oh that yeah, yeah just, just that would have been cool stick. yeah yeah, that's what I thought was going to happen. I don't, uh, I don't know. I did I, I that whole thing was cute. Now their whole, the judge and the training, you know, the the training by trial kind of thing, uh, that felt very small. The way they shot it, it was all very much crowded in <laughs> in this thing, and it's like they're supposed to be on this expansive beach, and it's and all they packed just in shooting there. out into the into the water. <laughs> There's no, they can't shoot a rock. There's no target. Let me tell you, dude. It's just weird. Let me tell you, last night's editing was the most fun I've ever had editing any of our reaction videos because Les and Randy were on a good one, man. They were just clowning these guys for being on this, ripping ripping the Mandalorians apart. Like, why are you here on this planet? You're taking L's constantly. And then that's where people on YouTube took offense. They're like, well, the Spartans Spartans went right into it and fought lions and they, they, they were battle tested. They need to be battle tested. These guys are Mandalorians, the toughest of all. Of all, of and all being washed by pterodactyls from the last world, dude. Just stop. Right. That's, like, how you, that's how you yeah. learn, Les. No, that's how you learn. learn. What? Apparently, they didn't learn to just nuke the damn things, dude. Disintegrate, <laughs> dude. Just get it no. done. And what? and the guy says this has happened before. Yeah. Right. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, dude. Really? That okay. is one thing I wondered is when they said it had happened before. And how, well, you see the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how handily Bo Katan was able to follow it and find out where it lived. Why hadn't they? Yeah, everybody else is like, "Well, they, we lost another one." Well, they all Sorry. they all run out of run out of gasoline there. You know, fuel. Well, they got you had to rebuild your house twice from like tornadoes. You move. Right. That's what you happens. Move. It's over. You, I don't know why this keeps happening. This is the way these guys. Uh, yeah, no, the way is wrong. I understand warrior culture. I understand <laughs> that, but warrior culture they have control of that. Spartans didn't just like. Go out there and take on lions, or or let lions sneak up on them. They killed them because they freaking ganged up and killed the damn thing. They had actual regimented programs. They do too here, but guess what? There's a difference between a lion and a, a fictional fucking dragon <laughs> coming down on your thrones, fictional yeah. warrior like, yeah, ass, yeah. dude. It's, it's a not difference, like... dude. 
me and my big ass <laughs> shield can probably handle a lion or two with yeah, a big ass shield and armor decide... and a little fucking short sword, dude. I'm good. But less, I don't think you would decide to make like your home next to a lion den. That too. I'd be like, man, okay, I'm done killing these things. We are Spartans. We're better than everybody. We already know what we have to do. The the freaking physical training. But they alone. don't. So think about it. They don't. I'm, I'm not defending the Mandalorians. I'm just dev, devil's advocate. They don't. There's a ton of. You see how many foundlings there were? They gotta. They gotta great, teach these kids. Great. Those foundlings. You gotta okay, filter the then, shitty ones out. Filter them out. Dude. You get caught by a pterodactyl. You're done. You're not that's, a foundling. That's fine. You're man. deadly. You're a that, now. That's right. You're you're, you're yeah. goodbyeing. That's great. That's under. I understand all that survival mm. of the fittest. But also, if your society is crumbled and scattered, I don't think you take that mentality when you're trying to rebuild the whole thing. You need every strand of DNA. You need every body you can get. You need everyone that was part of that way to be there. You don't need them. You don't need to be losing them to trivial shit. It's one thing you have to fight a war. It's another thing. Well, you when, tell you tell dude, that kid inside that belly that that was trivial. And he was bro. just chilling in the belly like eating. Jonah and the whale dude. My, What's the biggest problem here, I have the like, biggest problem I have is that kid came out dry as a fucking bone, dude. And intact. He was, <laughs> I, I watched that again editing. The the, the damn pterodactyl thing was like uh, uh, like that, that that boy was in his intestines, dude. And he no. came out just like dry as a bone, no scratches, nothing on the helmet. Absolutely none Come of the like weapons. Slimy that, at that, all. And these are weapons that they could take out like anybody with, right? They were able to take on Jedi. And they can't freaking blast well, ended, these they, damn things out of the sky. Dude's got a him. giant Gatling gun well, on no. his back. Looking like Scorpion from Spider Man, dude. And he's like got his tail curled <laughs> up. Like, come on. Yeah, like three just, episodes three episodes ago, like ten of them were fighting that big alligator thing. They have the same gear that Mando has, and then he shows up and does all the work for him. Like, I'm like, what's the with his ship? Well, like, he had why a ship. do people like smart. these guys? Yeah, those guys have because they look cool. They look cool. Yeah, fine. I, King fine. Tom, King Tom, you're very quiet on here. I think, uh, yeah, yeah I want to hear what you have to say with this okay. about this, bro. I'll do respect to what Eric said before. The best part of the episode was the flashback. Well, yes, that's where I was heading. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going. Ahmed yeah. Best was the best. We're going to bitch no, We're going to get that. But what do you think about the Mando stuff, dude? I want to get your take on this. I just want them to take their fucking helmets off. I agree. I think they're making a bunch of stupid decisions, and Din is making yep. a stupid decision by wanting to be part of it. Exactly. Uh, but Thank you. It, it's that is not the way. No, that, that is not, not the way. I mean, they'll reach a happy medium, I'm sure. I'm sure at the end of well, all Bo-Katan of this, will make him reach happy it medium. will become a happy medium. And it'll be like, listen, y'all can take your food, your helmet off while there's we feast together and keep it on in solid. There's some there's going to awesome be shit, there's going to be no happy medium because I know Pedro Pascal is very happy just to lend his voice to the to the dude in the helmet. All right. There you no happy. Me. He's getting paid a fat paycheck in order to do voice work. Right. Katie no, Sackoff, no. the same thing. She's like, oh, I can keep my helmet on. Cool. I'll 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 yeah. voice record wherever you need me. No 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 no. Sakov's doing Sakov's doing it. Yeah. Sakov's there. Really? He, she's yeah. She's in gear, dude. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, she's in her. Gear. I, I respect this, that. At yeah. least some of the time. Yeah, yeah. She's in uh, gear. Respect. Yeah. And and you know what? I know they have to have a story, but come on, man. I'm tired of the lost world. I'm I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done knowing that they, they dude. Their training alone should be intense. They shouldn't have to worry about getting snatched up by a freaking. Yeah, like they don't need to be by the water. Whatever that was. Or just shooting into it, just shooting lasers into the water. (laughs) No wonder. No wonder the damn thing comes out of the little things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were. They're training. Yeah, they were. Yeah, but if I live in the water, like that giant animal, 
Right. I live in the water like that giant animal in there, and they're blowing my shit up. They're shooting blaster charges through there. Of course, mm. I'm going to start munching on them, dude, while they're sitting there doing their little <laughs> helmet <laughs> ceremonies. Dude, I'm all, fuck y'all, man. You messing yeah, with yeah. my damn piece? Yeah, you I'm start sticking the sticks dude. in the water. The alligator's going to be like, the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah, let's. So, okay. So, what you're saying, you like the episode, guys? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, because there was, was still episode. awesome stuff in it. It was still cool. It's yeah. still cool seeing Mandalorians yeah. flying around like fucking yes. crazy yeah. people. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. The flashback. <sighs> yes. All right. I didn't like mm-hmm. the flashback. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was great to see. Uh, it was. It was cool. Seeing him give that role to Ahmed Best, I thought was mm-hmm. really, really top shelf stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought he was cool in that part. Uh, so the name that they said get him to insert name here was the person in the uniform right that had the ship when he got there no that was his no, Jedi name. that was his jedi, jedi name. name yeah was that his jedi name yeah and that's I, the jedi that does the temple challenge game it's the same exact jedi. so he has that same name yeah in yeah. that show so he's oh, canon yeah yeah, yeah he's cool. canon that's yeah. crazy but I don't know. I just thought that was a neat touch, man. I'm glad that it went the way it did. It was cool to see Grogu like actually more babyish, mm-hmm. you know, that oh, being yeah. that many years before and how he looked slightly different. And uh, I'm scared, I didn't yeah, like that. a plus, man. It so, was cool. Oh, and, and it, it, it was great because yeah, the triggering. You're right. The triggering of Grogu, like as the the foundry bang, bang, is yeah. is like it's hammering and hammering, and you can just he's. Oh yeah, man! It it's just cool. so cool that we've been waiting so long. We've had so many theories of who could this be, and it's fucking on my best that the elevator opens to. It, it was just mm-hmm. like, you, like, like you like you said, good for them, man. Good for them. Yeah, that was good so for awesome. him too. Yeah. So Nito Benito, man. Uh, last thing, we got a story trailer for Jedi Survivor. Oh, yeah. And I say we give this a watch. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see if I can uh, get it for us right now. Right here. Let's open it up and uh, let's watch this. It's been a long five years. Tried to resist. That looks so cool, man. Fear and mistrust rule the galaxy. Cal, look into the fire. It will warm you, keep you company, but left unchecked. It will consume everything until there is only ash. How could you let the galaxy fall to this unworthy machine of an empire? Hope may feel beyond her grasp. But I think we finally found somewhere the empire can't reach us. Imagine. No more looking over your shoulder place that's worth fighting for no matter the cost (laughs) 
Dang. Wow, that looked cool. I got to watch that with Sal. Came over for lunch at work, and he hadn't seen it yet, so it was really cool watching him get so excited to, to watch it. Yeah, that, that looks cool. Seeing Marin, I really like the way they have mm. her styled with the, her mode of dress and stuff and her mm-hmm. hair. And it pl- it looks like she uses the force in it mm-hmm. during yeah. that fight when she sticks her hand out. Because, you know, the Night Sisters, they were magic, but that was just their utilization of the force. And I don't know, man. I think that's cool. I am super stoked for this game. And uh, I can't wait for it to come out. But Who's going to play it out of all of us? I'm going to watch you guys play it. That's for sure. <laughs> Because I watched gonna, last yeah, time I play think it. Uh, I'm probably going to play it. I think I'm going to play it. Nah, mm-hmm. of course. I'm totally excited for it. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for you guys to play it. The, the gameplay, it's cool because like the way the camera moves are, you can tell what's gameplay, or at least on some level, what's gameplay and what's like cutscene stuff. Mm-hmm. But dang. I mean, just the mechanics. I, this, I wish I had a gaming PC. Because that it will look amazing. I mean, it's going to look yeah. good on my Xbox Series uh, X, but it will look breathtaking on a PC, I'm sure. Wow. But yeah, Definitely. it's the deluxe edition is what I'll get, even though the rest, of, you know, it's just extra cosmetic crap. It'll still be worth it. So I'll definitely <laughs> get it. But yeah, uh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to go on High Potion after that. But watching you guys play it, it's gonna That's be awesome. True. I'll be looking forward to that for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Maybe Hawes can just take this lightsaber I'm building and just go ahead and cut my heart out with it. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh man. Hey, we got a couple of emails about Star Wars. Let me uh let me throw these out here. This is from Dan. Hey Sith Fisters. When Poe comments that Palpatine somehow came back. It seemed like a total cop-out story-wise. However, what however, what explanation would work for you? I could see them I could see it bogging down the movie if they were to exploit ex, yeah, uh, exploit for a long time about how he came back. If you would write the story, how would you explain it? I get nothing I get not bringing him back would be the best thing for the storyline, but what how would you bring him back? AKA Darth Bane's deceptionist. So if you were had to, you had no choice. If you were Lendeloff writing this thing, they said, you're not leaving, bro. You're writing the emperor coming back. How would you write him in to come back? Mm. I think I, 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 I thought about this. I think the only thing, and I'm not promoting this. I'm just saying the only thing that would kind of work for me is I don't think, and, and let me know if I'm wrong, King Tom, We've never seen a Sith come back as a Force ghost, have we? No, and it's impossible for a Sith to do, do that. Let's just say it was possible, okay? Okay, so what I would say is... Might as well bring this, in the Grey Jedi then. Well, right. I'm, I'm not saying to come back like in a red little outline and walk around with whatever. I'm just saying if, if he can come back kind of like in spiritually in a vessel, kind of like... You're, you're uh, like an exorcism kind of thing, like he's going into a, to a body. But I would mm-hmm. have done it to one of the main characters that we love in the first two and then shot it out in the third one. Meaning like if Poe or Finn ended up being that person wow. and completely like blew us out of the water with it. That's the only way I think that would be kind of cool. Mm. Right? 
just because it would be like, holy shit, oh my God, he's back, but he's really not back. But he'd be talking like he's got an exorcism in him. Like let's say right. Poe did, yeah. yeah. That would be, I mean, that's the only way that I think that I would really like it. Like a Sith ghost kind of thing. Right. But that would be my take. I didn't think you're muted, buddy. Are we talking about how it would happen in a future hypothetical Star Wars movie or how it happened no. in Rise of Skywalker? No, how, how it happened Rise in Rise. Skywalker. If you, if okay, you could write the story, how would you explain it? Well, I think it, it was yeah. explained in the novelization where he had clone bodies waiting for him and he just transferred his essence over Right, them. right. Is that what you would, you were okay with that? For that story, yeah. I okay. like, I do like your idea a lot. I mean, I don't want to bring back Palpatine because I think he's dead, but. Right, if you had to. I like, if I had to, uh, yeah, I'd take the Damon Loff route and say someone else should write this. <laughs> but I do like your idea a lot. Have him corrupt, yeah. you know. Somebody we've trusted. An object that yeah. corrupts <laughs> someone yeah. we know and love. But yeah, in, could you, in, could right. you imagine? Yeah, the novelization answered the question for the movie. All right. All right. They got gotcha. you. Anybody else have any ideas? No? Maybe maybe he's he you know, um, his whatever's left of his body when it when it gets chucked down the drain is is run on machines. Like there's very little of him left kind of thing. And he's he's actually you know, doing the transference thing into Snoke as a body and he's actually, you know, communicating with uh with Kylo, you know, through through you know space and shit like that, and actually talking to him through the uh, through Vader's helmet and shit like that, but he's he's not really a a physical threat. I think I would have been okay with that, and he actually is able to corrupt Kylo, and he is still makes him the bad guy, and there's no redemption. I think that's that's and the only way to actually fully get rid of Palpatine is you have to kill Kylo and blow up uh, what's it uh, whatever's left of Palpatine. Along mm. with Exegol. Yes. That's, and all that's that. interesting. I like so, it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. We should be in the story group. <laughs> you really should. I'm going to go one step further on yours, Araj. I like yeah. yours, though, Boo. That was really good. Um, I think they should, assuming Grogu's still alive, I think Palpatine should possess Grogu and they have to oh, take God. out Grogu. Oh, my just God. Get it over with, dude. Just get it over that's the, with. That's the James Gunn version, dude. Yeah, yeah. Just change things up. And like then you that. can have Grogu talking like Palpatine. It would be great. Yeah, do it. Abilene. Fuck you. This is the way, you motherfuckers. Yeah. It is like an exorcist thing where he's yeah, like, exactly. He's, dicks in hell. <laughs> <laughs> he's pissing everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, Yoda can suck my dick. Yes. Fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, no. Jeez, That's a tough one, man. Like he's green with it. It is a tough so, one. Oh, nice. Uh, here's what I would do, man. Thank well you. Done. Yeah, Thank you. you. I would have it to where he is. He's unable to exist in any sort of uh, corporeal form. Really, he's coming to Kylo essentially in visions, because Snoke would have actually been a bad guy independent of him. Now, here's the tough part because I love the fact that we got Ben Solo, and we got to see. I mean, seriously, the acting chops that mm. we saw to just like with no dialogue and facial expressions and body language only portray 
the the change and how effective it was and how good of a job that Adam Driver did with that was really cool. But a compelling story in this case would be if I had to bring Palpatine back that he's appearing to Kylo Ren in dreams or visions because Palpatine in his narcissism would one of two things would happen. He'd either want Kylo to finally win or he'd want to convince him that he couldn't because he couldn't when he was alive. And where he would be telling him, you you are not going to be able to beat Skywalker. You're not going to be able to do any of this and his heritage and all this stuff. You're not you're not good enough. You I wasn't good enough and you're definitely no me, you dumbass. And that would basically drive him insane, drive Kylo Ren insane. And that would lead to That's cool. him like going all in on making this happen. That Palpatine would only serve as something to push Kylo Ren's madness over the edge. And uh, it wouldn't be um, in in and let's say that you could even go as far as saying that was Palpatine's actual plan was to to drive him over the edge and use him as a tool, kind of like he did Vader, where he's constantly telling him, you suck, you're not good enough. You know, good job, stupid. stupid. Yeah, he always mess with him. I didn't like that. Good job. So, you know, that's that's a way to do it. I I don't care for how they did it in the Mm -hmm. movie. Personally, it's because it felt last minute and shoehorned in and because it was. (laughs) But now I do enjoy the movie. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, if I were going to if I absolutely had to have Palpatine involved, there would have been hints of it earlier and you would have done it more like this. Hmm. You're right, Eric. If we didn't have Palpatine, we wouldn't get Adam Driver doing like this. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. You see that? Ah, you see? Quality, you see that facial man. expression? Well, that was yeah. very good. That's old school Sithless right there. Well, thank you, Dan. Appreciate that. That's a good question, man. That's a good question. Lumberjack Nick sent an email, and I should have read this before because we pretty much answered, uh, kind of. He said, hey, y'all. So I've really so I've really been enjoying the season of Mandalorian. I'm wondering, though, do we know if these are the actual actors in the helmeted Mandos suits <laughs> most of the time, or are they just stand-ins for the actors doing the voice, voice work? If they are stand-ins, that would be a great way for um, Lucasfilm and Disney to save money. But I also feel sort of cheated if Bo decided to join the coven and keep her helmet on and help where she's not actually being physically acted by Katie Sackhoff. I do believe, Lumberjack Nick, she is being, uh, she's Bo-Katan. Like, she's all into it. I saw her doing some fucking kicks and shit. It was pretty rad. And with her her helmet on, too, by the way. With her helmet on. If anybody's down to to be full bore to whatever she's doing. It's her, yeah. yeah exactly. Right, right, right. I know Vader was portrayed by different actors in the OT, but the, but that was public knowledge. I don't think I've heard much about the actors who are playing the characters in the physical suits, and it's mostly portrayed that the portrayed that the name actors are doing everything. I don't know. What are y'all thoughts, Lumberjack Nick? Lumberjack Nick, I think you're right about that. I think uh, there's a bunch of different Mandos. I think there's two different Mandos, and at the premiere, I saw Pedro. Pascal with those two um, and h- hugging them and all that stuff. They're crediting the two of them as part of the main cast now. They are. This season. They are. Oh, good they for are. them. They listen to you, Lumberjack. 
Well, I think that, um, like, I don't think Favreau's in the suit at all. <laughs> no, I don't Favre. think so. <laughs> and uh, what makes you say that? <laughs> uh, not his shoulders. Not his shoulders. Not his shoulders. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think Katie Sackhoff's in there a good chunk of the time. Mm-hmm. And I this is going to sound weird, but it's like what? Because I was wondering that too. But it's the way, like her posture, the way she holds her shoulders, and like the way she walks. Um, it, I'm pretty sure it's her. I will say this: being able to do stunt work in those helmets—that's amazing. I've never put like a Mandalorian helmet on, but just with stormtrooper helmets, it's not, it's not cool, man. It's you really got to be counting on the fact that everything around you is out of the way, because like on Paz Paz Vizsla, you can really see the um, like the neck seal, and he's wearing like a baklava where it's you're you there's no skin you can't see up into the helmet at all it's just cloth all the way up and uh the confine how confining that must must feel it's probably hard not to get close well pedro was in the alpha in the costume for the first season he said he couldn't see shit in it yeah uh, for some of the parts but <laughs> king tom your money (laughs) um so yeah it will and it's funny because that is one of the things Mm. i noticed when they showed the footage at celebration orlando and where they had that scene where he's just walking through tatooine and it felt like it took three hours for him to get anywhere uh you can tell plain as day when whoever's in that armor when they get to that first set of stairs you can see it briefly like where he's reaching for the handrail because he plainly doesn't know where it is because I'm just telling you, like, especially like with, like I said, the stormtrooper armor, there's no soft goods um, as part of the clothing, except for the bodysuit underneath. Stairs are the natural enemy of <laughs> costume <laughs> characters like that. Stairs are the natural enemy of, for me in general. Yeah. Fuck. I don't like him. But that, oh, yeah. Thanks, Lumberjack Nick. You're yeah, Lumberjack Nick. Man. man, I miss you, bro. See you in London. Not really. We're not going. <laughs> uh, Is he going? No, I don't think he's going either. I'm just, bro. Whatever. Boo, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Thank Eric, thank you, by the way. No problem, man. Appreciate you. Um, let's do this. Bitch, it better be bitch. Oh, yeah, it's bitch, Mike. It's bitch, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bitch. It's bitch. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. Mm. Kibble, kibble, kibble bits. Yeah, um, we just talked a little bit about voice actors and you know how good job they do. And another voice actor did a really good job was uh, Andy Serkis. And one movie that he did a great job in, you know, the Lord of the uh, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Uh, mm-hmm. I talked previously. I wasn't sure if I told you when it was going to be in theaters, but I said a four-hour, eleven-minute extended version is. And it's going to be in theaters between April 13th and April 19th. So, yeah, that good use right there. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so if you want to go go sit in a movie brand. for fucking four hours, there you go. That's when you're going to do it. And you get the, um, uh, that I am Mordor instead for the middle. I am Mordor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just specifically for that part. Yeah, yeah. just for any time he mentions Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. 
uh, well, something that's not very cool. Mm. Uh, there was only supposed to be a couple of Marvel shows that are supposed to come out this year. Uh, it was Loki and shit. What was the other one? Damn it. I just Echo. saw it. What Echo. was it? Either Echo or Secret Invasion. It's one of Secret, those two, it, I think. Yeah. Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah. Secret Invasion. Yeah. Loki and Secret Invasion. Both of those, as of right now, have been put on because they were supposed to come out summer 2023. Both of those have been moved to coming soon. Oh, so there might be slight delays, slight delays. People are still hoping that they come out in 2023 at some point, but no exact uh, word on when. Is that because, uh, uh, especially for Echo, right? It's uh, Daredevil and Kingpin are supposed to be like all over that, right? Yeah, I, I think I think Echo got pushed already to 2024 because of that. They uh, couldn't they, train. They couldn't train the dolphin in time, is what I heard. Yeah, you should put the wow thing over that for yourself. You know. <laughs> it's so sad that I have to put my own. At least you're grounded, my man. I like it. Hey, man, I know. <laughs> Whoever composed that stinger, mm. A plus job. It so perfectly conveys the feeling you're supposed to get when it plays. That yeah. is good my, my, musical work. My childhood right friend did that. I've known him for all my life. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> do anything. Bastards. <laughs> you bastards. Just stop. Just put this one on. Uh. <laughs> Oh no! We told you to put the bomb on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead, give us a se- give us a segue, bro. Come on. <laughs> I don't I don't have any. Se- but besides slamming into a fucking wall, I, oh. I don't have anything else for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of slamming into a wall, there you go. Yeah. How about that? Uh, we've talked about Gladiator Two. <laughs> Yes. Being a thing. Gladiator 2. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo? Yeah, pretty much. The, the way <laughs> it sounds, with, with the, the information I'm getting out of it. So it looks like Denzel Washington is in talks to star in Gladiator 2. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Okay. wait, wait. What? I know. The entire don't, time. No, don't it, do it, Raj. Look at you. What are you looking he's for? Searching. Man? He's searching. He's rolling. Say that again, bro. Say that again. Yeah, so it looks like Denzel is in talks to star in Gladiator 2. <laughs> I I gave zero credit to this movie. <laughs> and then there's talks about it. I'm like, I don't fucking know what's going on with this shit. And then there's like other rumors of other actors. Uh, like the uh the uh, the guy in uh, the Banshees of uh, Inner Sharon. Yeah, the the younger Ed guy. Sheeran, no, in a Sheeran or whatever it is, it didn't win an Oscar. Holy oh fucking no! You're saying movie. Ed Sheeran is in Gladiator yeah. Two with yeah. Denzel Washington? No, no, what no, no. the fuck? I said Ed fuck. Sheeran was in the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Years. Yeah, no, the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Yeah. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's playing Banshee in the next X Men movie. There, there it is. <laughs> 
the band. That would be best. disrespectful <laughs> and awesome at the same time. That is the coolest, stupidest oh, title I've ever heard. The Banshees <laughs> of Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah. shit! One of the actors from there. He's a real good actor. <laughs> he's 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 supposed to be in the movie as well. I don't fucking know. I don't even know if this thing is. Is real. he playing himself? I, hey, I, they're in talks. <laughs> you know what? I can see uh, maybe Gladiator taking what? place in like. Maybe it's not a direct sequel, but maybe it's like Carthage or something in Hannibal, in Denzel's Hannibal, and you know something, mm. some. Just call some, it Gladiator, even though it has nothing yeah, to do with why it. Not, man? Nah, why not? Man, marches elephants over the Alps mm. into Rome and <laughs> right. lays waste to Rome. For oh Lord! Sweet Christmas, sweet Christmas. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Great segue, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, not great. It's a great bit. Oh yeah, I know. I know, dude. King Tom I, hasn't turned I, that red since. since that's how red. That, that's how red you should have came back, all burnt. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, um, <laughs> I don't even know where to go after that. Uh, yeah, here's a segue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead of a movie that might come out, we'll talk about one that has. Avatar three is supposed to have like a oh, fuck like a nine hour cut. Oh yeah, we heard, on yes. Disney Plus. Yeah, you mean Avatar two. No, 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 no. No, Avatar no, no. three. No, oh. Avatar is there. The, yeah. So Wait, what? James Cameron saying that that he wants to have because they filmed, I guess, nine hours of Avatar three. <laughs> he wants to do the visual effects for all of it, but then he but he wants to put it out on Disney Plus. Does he now? So there's gonna be the shortened version for the theatrical version, and then there's gonna be the nine hour cut. The short version is three and a half hours, probably, right? The, the short version is probably like four. I don't fucking fuck talk. you, Jim. Pretty much. You got that right. Yeah. You seen Avatar yet or us? No, I have not. No. Now it's out of now it's out of spite. I, I'm at this yeah. point. Yeah. Literally, fuck you, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then uh, no segue after that. Uh, and it looks like um, Batman 2 Electric Boogaloo is going to come out October 3rd, 2025. So hopefully that doesn't get delayed. Shit. That's the yeah. oh, the, the Batman 2. So yeah. the, when is the Joker coming out? Second one. That's next year. They're filming know. it now. They're, they I, I, I saw. Now. Yeah, they're filming it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't fucking know. And then, and then, I don't Robert, fucking know. And then Robert Pattinson. Stop, stop asking me these questions. I, don't inter- fuck, I, I give you the boobits. You don't ask for them. Okay. <laughs> I deliver like your snap and you say thank you. Uh, uh, Pattinson and, uh, fuck, I forgot. Oh, and Paul Dano as the Riddler is supposed to be in the, uh, the Penguin show for HBO Max. Oh, and, and uh, the Bat- and Batman is too, right? Uh, what's the name? The actual no, no, guy. No, 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 Pat, Pat is not going to be Batman. He, what, do you, what do you mean? He's not going to be Batman anymore. He's not going to be Batman anymore. He said, you're a liar and a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a liar. You got me for a second. I was like, what are you talking about? No, yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah. He might even be confirmed to do a third one. They they, they have a, they're, they're working on something to get him into you a third one. Might as one, well. So let's hope so. Well. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, Batman 2 is going to be a Halloween movie. So. Mike uh, Mike Myers is going to be in there. He's going to fight uh, Mike Myers. Yeah. Batman loses Michael to Michael Myers. Are you sure? With oh, w- w- what yeah. about with uh, oh, with prep I thought, time? I, I thought it happened in a comic time. or something. Are you talked, even with talked about it with such time. conviction. I, there's no such thing. You're going to count time. out Batman with prep time, there's and he's no not going to be Mike such Myers. Such 
thing as prep time with Michael Myers, dude. Wow. Well, so what, Mike Myers Austin is going to appear in the Batcave? Fat bastard. We're talking about Michael Myers. <laughs> Bill Shanks. No, the love guru. Yeah, he's he's gonna, gonna, oh, like, oh, love yeah. oh Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Okay, oh. sure. Yeah. No, I like the Mike Myers. That was the inglorious bastard Mike Myers. That was the best Mike Myers. No, Batman couldn't beat him. No. Evil, that, that guy Dr. Evil like, Mike Myers. Is, <laughs> yeah, is Batman. Dude. Yeah. yeah, no, Batman couldn't beat Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil, yeah, Mini Me is it's over. It's over. Yeah. No prep time. Even Would Mini Me fight Robin? Nah. Did Mini Me uh, die? Unless it's Damien. Unless it's Damien, then it's, then it's Mini all Mini better. Mini Me died, huh? Mini Me uh, died. Burn Troyer did die, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that sucks. It's Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne's cutting everybody's head off. So yeah, the, now that's a different story. But go ahead. But what if Doctor Evil has the the sharks with the lasers on their heads? Nah, man. Damian Wayne is handling all of that easily. <laughs> that twelve year old's a beast. <laughs> what if the role is played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson though? As Damian. You can find me at Less Is More. As Damian, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> And also on this podcast and our uh, <laughs> YouTube channel. Uh. I just want to throw this in. Fuck you, Jim. You don't give me warnings, I give them to you, remember, because I can back mine up. And you, you piece of shit. You better watch yourself. God, the work is so good on that one. <laughs> I'm honestly wow. surprised. You know how that one guy got snatched up to go work for yeah. Lucasfilm well, after doing his version of the deep fake of Mark Hamill. I'm surprised you didn't get a call. Well, I did get a call. I got a call, and they said Wednesday nights. And I said, no, man, I'm with my boys. I can't work Wednesday nights for you. We really appreciate it. Yeah. I thought the call was, don't ever say the word Star Wars again. <laughs> 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 all right king tom well is that uh, thank you boo is that all the bits that's all i got yeah. those are good bits those are good bits um i do want to i mean we've been laughing and joking around and having a good time but it's un some unfortunate news guys uh lance reddick a moment of sound for lance reddick oh. um a phenomenal actor you might know him from the wire um john wick all of them i saw keanu reeves uh, and Lawrence Fishburne asked about him on the red carpet. They both broke down on the red carpet talking about him. Um, Les, I know you're a huge Destiny fan, and he is such a huge part of that game. And the gamers for Destiny uh, did such a cool thing for him the other day, the other night. And I'm not even, uh, I, have no, I know nothing about Destiny, but I watched tons of stuff about that. So um, he, uh, phenomenal actor. He didn't get his, he didn't get his due. Uh, he's always a, a great character actor, but he wasn't just a character actor. He was great. If you watch The Wire, you know how great he was. Um, so, yeah, unfortunate. And we don't know exactly it was natural causes. Do we know exactly? Unfortunately, it seemed so healthy. Uh, you know, his wife came out and he was barely 60. Yeah, uh, just off, awful, 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 awful. I hate hearing that. Yeah, it's awful news. But for people in fandom, he was a big part. And he was a, such a huge fan of Destiny. He would play it. Yeah. All the time, yeah. Which was even better for the people that played. It's uh, I mean, it's tough either way for everyone involved. But it's um, what's been cool is to see all of the because uh, Destiny mm -hmm. is a, a a major community game, and there's a major community there. Uh, I said community twice, but to see That's in game right. in the lobbies uh, at the tower. 
players just going and just sitting there. And there's yeah, a few that. emotes. One is with the giant shield because the character mm-hmm. he plays is a, a defender. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the subclasses called a defender. And, you know, they stand in front. And he's always the one who stands in front. Commander Zavala leads Guardians. He's the vanguard of the Guardians. So it's tough now, man. I've loaded in a couple times, and it's it's just hard to interact with that character. Yeah. Knowing that the voice actor is dead. It's one thing if they killed the character off. But it's another to know that the person that really, really... And who embraced all of that, you know, in, in addition to the other roles. And he also, um, in American Horror Story, he played uh, mm. Papa Legba, which is a, a voodoo demon priest. Um, but Yeah, his IMDb is insane. If you yeah, massive, it. massive, massive. So it, it hurts across the board, but to see that and then to see the outpouring of love from other gaming communities like Warframe and Halo, they're putting TikToks up saying... Mourn your commander while we hold the line. No, oh, that's awesome. And, well, well, no, I we to, I totally get your emotion because you're not the only one. Uh, people that play Destiny, like you said, the the community is so t- such a tight knit that it affected them so much. So totally understand it. If, and here's another thing, guys. He wasn't just a serious actor. He is hilarious. If you go to uh, Funny or Die. If you go to YouTube and put in his name and put in um, Toy Manager, Toy Store Manager, there is an unbelievable, um, f- unbelievable bit that he does where he's training uh, new employees at a toy store, and he is just himself. But it's hilarious. It's it's hilarious. He's we lost a good one. We definitely lost a good one. Um, but um, yeah, Les, man, I appreciate you uh, talking about him, and uh, yeah, shitty news, but. Um, so yeah, check him out on YouTube if you don't know who he is. Um, yeah, and if you don't know who he is, you've really missed out because he was a, definitely a talent that should have been talked about more. And this usually happens when we lose somebody as we remember him too late. But let's wrap this thing up, guys. This was a, a, a great one. Had a, a phenomenal time. Um, Eric, where can people find you? You can find me on my other two podcasts, The Bad Motivators and uh, Dinner with the Healers, a blue podcast I do with my family. Uh, maybe streaming on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash mouserat2217, and follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. Nice. Thank you. Boo, where can people find you and your bits? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Episode nice. Randy? My internet connection sucks. You can find me on the internet. No, it wasn't too bad tonight at all, but I mean, our last like on our end minutes, I've been. been Oh, really? Yeah, we couldn't tell. Like when you you said you were bouncing out, I was like, why? It looks great. You sound great. Yeah. On this end, maybe I got to look at the computer, but it's interesting. Out of control over here. Oh, okay. Sometimes our circuits get shorted, as Getty Lee once said. King Tom Chansky, where can people find you? I do. I'm on Patreon shows for our friends at Steel Wars, Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest, and our uh, Sithless Patreon. And then uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I chronicle my journey from pallet to pasty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Les Gonzalez, where can people find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at LessonMore78, uh, also on this podcast, and our awesome YouTube channel where we're doing reactions to all kinds of cool stuff. Yes, and you can find me on the same channel on YouTube, at The Sit List, everywhere social media is found. And guys, we will catch you next week right here on episode number 347 of The Sit List. Everybody got